0: Welcome to Papa's House Church, Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube and Facebook. Good morning everyone. So good to see you. We welcome you in the name of Jesus. We welcome you to Papa's House. We welcome you and we are so glad that you joined to worship Jesus with us. Uh, my name is Charles and it's such a joy to be in the presence of God, to worship the Lord together. This morning, I have a title to share with you, a message the Lord put throughout this week. And I believe God is going to speak to us. But just before that, um, I would like to pray. Why don't we pray? Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for giving us this privilege Uh come together as a family to worship you to really um, have a time as a family to seek you to exalt your name and it's not just lip service but it's from our heart and as we hear your word i pray that you will speak to us and i want to step out of your way so that you can have your way lead us daddy we thank you in jesus mighty name amen the topic is this i'm going to read it uh, to you Um, faith in action the subtitle is heavenly minded is equal to earthly good faith in action heavenly minded is equal to earthly good and we never intended to start this as a series i don't know whether you remember this if you are watching this for the first time i would encourage you to go back three weeks before to start Listening because it's kind of like a serious God is leading us, and we started off talking about God's original design. Father wants to desire and uh, desires to produce his mature son in us, Jesus wants to produce a bride for his wedding and Holy Spirit desires to fill and occupy us and make us his temple. And then we talked about how to move out from the garden to come back into the garden and enjoy his presence and not to have a slave mindset but as sons and daughters mindset. And last week we talked about how we allow the presence of God as as not just, you know, from Revelations, we talked about, excuse me, can I come in? Not just as an event, but a lifestyle of worshipers, embracing Holy Spirit. And what are the things that we should be aware of in terms of embracing and walking in the fullness of God's anointing. We talked about it. And this, it's just a continuation because I remember I shared a little bit about, about the scripture, James. But I just... Thought this uh, this uh, Sunday we will not just um, touch and go, but we will meditate more deeply on the book of James. By the way, James uh, was an half brother to our Savior Jesus, and in, in the beginning he didn't even really get to know what the whole uh, uh, concept of salvation, Savior, Messiah. Uh, he was one of those guys, didn't get it. But then later part, he calls himself, he says, I'm a slave of Jesus Christ. And this is what he he writes. And it's, it's only five chapters, but it's every verse. It's loaded, packed with, you know, stuff. It's meaty stuff. So uh, I'm just going to read few verses and it's a bunch of verses we're going to read so i want you to pay attention don't lose me here this is not the time to check your whatsapp message or send a notification to someone this is a time to pay attention i'm going to read it from the passion translation so we're going to read a good chunk of portion and then we will meditate on what the scripture says and to apply it in our lives so that we can able to uh, do what the lord has intended for us to do all right Wonderful, James chapter 2 from verses 14 to 16. I'm reading from the Passion. Okay. My dear brothers and sisters, what good is it if someone claims to have faith but demonstrates no good works to prove it? How could this kind of faith saves anyone. For example, if a brother or sister in faith is poorly clothed and hungry and you leave them saying goodbye, I hope you stay warm and have plenty to eat, but you don't even provide them with a coat or even a cup of soup, what good is your faith? Verse 17, so that faith that doesn't involve action is phony. Dead. But someone might object and say, one person has faith, another person has works. Go ahead then and prove me that you have faith without works and I will show you faith by my works as a proof that I believe. You can believe all you want that there is one true God. That's wonderful. But even the demons know this and tremble with fear before him, yet they are unchanged they remain demons. Verse 20 O feeble sons of Adam, do you need further evidence that faith divorced from good work is phony? Wasn't our ancestor Abraham found righteous before God because his works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Can't you see how his action cooperated with his faith and by his action Faith found its full expression. So, in this way, scripture was fulfilled because Abraham believed God and his faith was exchanged for God's righteousness. So, he became known as a lover of God. Verse 24. So, now it's clear that a person is seen as righteous in God's eyes, not merely by faith alone, but by his works. The same is true for the prostitute named Rahab, who was found righteous in God's eyes by her works, for she received the spies into her home and helped them escape from the city by another route. For just as human body without the spirit is dead corpse, so faith without the expression of good works is dead. Let's read this 20 verse, verse 26 together again, come on louder, for just as the human body without the spirit is as a dead corpse. So faith without the expression of good works is dead. Now this is very self-explanatory so you don't a rocket scientist to explain this verse. Uh, This basically James was saying you have faith. Good. Show it in the action. You say you are a Christian? Let me see your life. Let me see, are you living Christ-like? You say you, you belong to Jesus? Let me see that Jesus is dwelling in you. It's very clear. It's very, you know, blunt, if you want to put it. I have something the Lord put in my heart. I'm going to share. And it's going to little bit brings a little bit of and uneasiness this week sir, I'm doing a physiotherapy on my knee left knee and on my back because I'm having some pain I checked with uh, the doctor and he looked at it and he said I think you need some physiotherapy blah 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 so I'm going to the physiotherapy and they're doing electromagnetic therapy you know and, uh, uh, and just before she puts the pad and turns that electric uh, thing on and she told me it's going to make you uncomfortable, but it's good for you. And that's what I want to tell you. It's going to make you a little uncomfortable, but it's going to be good for you. Believe me, it's 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 something the Lord is doing in my life. And I believe I want to share that with you so that you can be blessed. Okay. Now, a few weeks ago, uh, I think even the last week I mentioned this. Faith has to express It has to translate in other areas of your life. If if you say I have Jesus in my heart, it has to ooze out, express itself in other areas of your life. It has to express itself. In relationships. It has to express itself in finance. It has to express itself in, in in marriage. It has to express itself in how you raise your kids. It has to express itself in your family. It has to express itself in, 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 in chaotic circumstances. It has to express itself in crisis because Christ in you, Paul says, is the hope of our glory. Amen. So if Christ is in me this Christ cannot be contained in a box or he it can, it cannot be just put on an event on, for a particular day called Sunday or he cannot just kept inside for some happy hour. He <laughs> has to, it has to go out, you know, the experience has to go out. E. Stanley Jones says this, Christianity is two-faced. Experience an expression. Experience an expression. Experience what Christ did in your life and express it what Christ did to you to others. Amen. Now, I have written down here five or six points about faith in action. That's why I'm telling you it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but it's good for you. Okay, number one, faith. In action is not just praying for the food we are about to eat but sharing the food with those in need <laughs> it's a simple we'll start you know we will build it up slowly okay so we'll, this is the normal thing Christian homes what we do And we do that right Bless those hands who made this food. Always hands only, no feet. How come the hands can go to the kitchen alone? Anyway, that's it. You know, we always do. Somebody wants to say grace, and I remember one pastor wants to impress his new believer, his kind of a weighty believer, has a potential to become a good tithe giver so he wants to impress with his biblical knowledge and theological interpretations Uh, he started praying they invited him for food and he started praying for food and he started with Abraham Isaac and Jacob and Moses and you know the Red Sea and and then the manna and all those things and then he went through the prophets and the New Testament and then the letters of apostle and then finished off with the revelation. He opened his eyes, the food was finished. They are done. He was so shocked, they ate the food without him, and most of it he was so shocked that they didn't even wait for him to finish his prayer. And he asked this question, When did you, by the way, finish eating the food? They said, Pastor, when you are crossing the Red Sea itself, we are done. <laughs> so, this is the thing we have a tendency to pray for food and we think that is an expression of faith you know what is an expression of faith is to share the food those who are in need this is a unique opportunity guys we live in this december december is a month of materialism capitalism meism you know it's 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 so why don't we think about this you know in papa's house we give every year hundreds and hundreds of clothes food packets and throughout the year we give thousands of food packets to people but especially during the christmas time we give so many of them blankets clothes and stuff like that this is my challenge for you i'm just going to share it with you okay maybe you saved five thousand rupees for you your wife or your husband to get a good pair of jeans or clothes or a jewelry or whatever it is i don't know what you can get for five thousand a jewelry maybe some some covering gold but think about it why not you spend three thousand on it the rest two thousand give it to those in need think about it faith in action not just praying for the food we are about to eat but sharing the food with those in need number one let's build it up are you guys with me Don't lose me here, okay? (laughs) Number two, faith in action. Not just having a Christian name, but living a Christ-like lifestyle. (laughs) You know, today, lots and lots of our friends have Christian name. but We know they don't live a Christ-like lifestyle. I know one guy, his name is Esu Padam. Feet of Jesus. It goes to Bethesda wines. <laughs> Some people they have wine shops, very biblical names, Bethesda wines, Hararat wines. I was in Armenia at the bottom of the Ararat, the Mount Ararat, where Noah Ark. Landed and Noah got out after six months of family reunion. The Bible says the first thing he did was planted vineyard and got drunk at the bottom of that valley. They have a wine shop called Ararat Wines. You know, that doesn't make you a Christian to have a Christ-like lifestyle. That's why Jesus says, I don't even know you guys. You call me by my name, but I don't know you. You don't carry my presence. You know, we know, we have a good friend. He's one of the senior advocates in a high court in in Chennai. You know what's his name? Ganesh Balaji. (laughs) What's his name? Ganesh Balaji. There is nothing Christ in that name. But you know, I have never seen or heard a faithful, Christ-filled person like Ganesh Balaji. When we were in crisis many years ago, this man was the one God used to help and he was a born-again, spirit Christ-like person. Ganesh Balaji. <laughs> Think about it. Faith in action, not just a, having a Christian name, but living a Christ-like lifestyle. Number 3. I'm building it up, okay? You're with me, right? The Lord is going to work in your heart. Faith in action not faith in action is not just ready to go to christ but willing to grow in christ come on amen not just willing to say no 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 but willing to see his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven willing to say God help me to be grow Christ in maturity in love in kindness in forgiveness in patience and in in, in 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 faithfulness in gentleness in, in being polite in, in willing to say go an extra mile when God said go an extra mile he actually went on extra mile he went so far that went outside the city paid the price on the cross for you and me hallelujah come on I'm preaching good say amen when God said, somebody is asking you a coat, give yourself the whole coat, you know, give himself. You know, he gave his clothes. The Bible says they took his clothes and, and, and divided among themselves. You know, Jesus never preached anything that he didn't do it first. Do you know that? So that's why faith in action is not just having a Christian name or not just go go to Christ. But willing to grow in Christ. Amen. Number four. This is gonna shock you. Faith in action is not just willing to go to church, but desiring to be the church. <laughs> My brother Sunil always asks. What is the word of the Lord for you, for the church, Papa's house? And this season, God has been speaking to me quite an intense way. I haven't shared that vision to anyone. You know, I'm going to share it with you. I'm praying about it. And I, I, it's, it's exciting. And, and let me tell you this. We are so eager to tick that box and say, Sunday, I've been to church. But are you willing to be the church that Christ desires? What is to be the church, brother? Charles, what is the church? Read Isaiah 61. Look, there are five things here. I'm going to go quickly. It's up on the screen. To preach the gospel to the poor. What does that mean? To preach, open your mouth, share, live it, share the good news to the poor. Share. There is a person who cares. Number two. He sent me to release the captives free. Socially, politically, so many people are incarcerated. Set them free. Share the good news. Recovering of the sight of the blind. Physical blindness but also superstitious as blinded. The Bible says the gods of this age has blinded the hearts and minds of mankind. Number four, heal the broken hearted. There are so many breakups in relationships that so many people are morally and spiritually broken. Think about it. There are so many relationships. Think about how you can be a blessing to them and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. One of my uh, heroes in faith, uh, Uh, E. Stanley Jones, he says this, he called this as a five-fold program, it's up in the screen. Area of economics, area of social and political, area of physical, area of moral, area of spiritual, the collective, the whole of life. That's the reason Jesus want you to be the church, not just going to Sunday and communion Sunday, put some nice clothes and, you know, we just do the same song up and down. We do the same offering, you know, and then same people, same thing. It's like, my goodness, salt hanging out with another salt will never produce any flavor. It has to go into the meat. It has to go into the substance so that it can enhance flavor. Amen. Say this with me. Jesus, more than me going to the church. This doesn't mean you shouldn't go to the church. Don't misinterpret me. <laughs> Jesus, say this after me. Jesus, more than me going to church. Make me a yeah, church that is willing to extend your kingdom. Rabala Shandulama Number four. Faith in action is not just merely... Praying for the sick, but expecting the healer to heal the sick and restore. Amen. This is very important. We live in a times where many people don't even believe in healing. They say, it's a fallen world to fallen people. It's all coming. That's it. Pray. Pray for healing. Trust God. You know, trust God for supernatural touch of the Holy Spirit. You know what? Your job is never to bring healing. You and me can never give healing. You know, but only one thing we can do: pray. But pray not with the fatalistic whatever. You do, your will be done. No, no, no. Pray. Bible says in James, pray for one another. And the sick will be healed. Pray with an expectant heart that the King that I worship, the God that I follow is not in the tomb, He has risen. Pray with that mindset. The result of that prayer is God's. Let Him do. Amen. So don't create a theology on what didn't happen. Create a theology on what happened. We have an empty tomb and His name is Jesus and He is not in the grave. He is risen. Amen. Number six. This is going to... A little bit challenging, but let me tell you this. Faith in action is not just comforting those who are in crisis, but willing to confront the crisis. You know, church... Majority speaking, are very good in comforting those who are in crisis. We serve the food to the homeless, we give blankets, we we, we give food packets, you know, we attend a medical program, the, the hospital, the hospital was started by Christians, do you know that? Anywhere in the world, the first thing, no religion tried to even fix people, they thought it's all fatal. Christians were the ones who first started, hey! We need, that's why the cross we have and it's been cut short, but anyway. But you know, they are the one. So we always comfort those who are in crisis. But are we willing to confront the crisis? There are so many crises up in the screen. Poverty is one crisis. Child labor. Human sex trafficking. Farmers injustice. Caste. Caste is a big thing right now in India. Dowry. You don't even need to... I don't need to even explain this, in Papa's house we talked about it. Corruption, corruption in politics, corruption in education, corruption in church. I'll give you some examples, I'll give you four examples. William Wilberforce, you all know this guy, we talked about it in Papa's house. He was a pastor, God said to him, stop pastoring, join politics, abolish slavery. <laughs> That time they didn't have newsletters, emails, Instagram post, abolishing slavery hashtag. <laughs> Nothing like that. No TikTok videos to make. <laughs> By the way, TikTok is banned. Some people are, you know, thinking persecution has started in India. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. William Wilberforce, abolition of slavery. God used him. You know, he passed the intellectual uh, uh, debate. On the third year of his uh, ministry towards abolishing slavery but actually it came as a law just three or four weeks or days i'm not sure exactly before he died for 40 years he was just fighting 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 just three or four days before he died It the England made a law that slavery is illegal one man William Wilberforce Luther the guy who started civil rights movement it's incredible what they have gone through and today there is a freedom among his own people Pandita Ramabai from our own country I've been to that place Mukti Mission near Pune you know she lost her family in a very young age but that doesn't put her in a place of me poor i'm so lonely nobody loves me no she took the woman's right and she became the educationalist she started the school for women take Ida Scudder for example she came as a tourist then end up starting the first medical school in in india Christian came the lord took her from darkness today she and her ministry is reaching out to more than 12 or 13 countries in terms of human trafficking, setting people free, what I'm telling you is this, faith in action as to not just comfort those who are in crisis, but willing to confront those crises. I wrote down here, I want to tell you this, write it down. The goal of God is not just to establish church on earth, but to establish His kingdom church on earth. We are in this beautiful season of Christmas. Can I ask you this question? How is your faith doing? Can the world can see your faith? Last year, we as Papa's House, we donated hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clothes and food packets to the homeless, to the poor neighborhoods, Single moms, kids from challenging homes, and people come from addiction and uh, and the lepers. You know, not only in Velour, but we could be able to even share it with some friends in different parts of India. I want to encourage you. Show your faith. I know you have needs. I know you would want to do something for your family. It's all true, but honor God. Honor God. By showing your faith. Let the world outside know not by the star that is hanging on the top of your house. Let the world may know that not by the how tall your Christmas tree is. You know we spend on things. Much of what Christianity is today is pagan to its root. Do you know that? There is nothing in the Bible about stars and Christmas tree and Santa Claus and stockings and, and, and all those celebrations. There is nothing. But let me tell you this, I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't do this. Have your stars, have your Christmas tree, have your stockings, have your Santa Claus hat. Don't scare them with their masked faces. Have all those things. I don't care. But let your faith be not limited to this. Let it show in action. Confront the crisis. Expect the healer to heal. Be willing to be the church have a Christ-like lifestyle. Share those with those who are less fortunate. Your things that you could do with the material things, you could win eternal possession for Christ. My question is this, are you willing to take part of this faith in action? If so, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. We are living in this unique season of our life. We have an opportunity to show the world that Christ in us is not just an experience to enjoy, but an expression to share to those who are in need. And may it start from the homeless food distribution, to confronting the crisis like William Wilberforce who abolished slavery. You can use us, Papa. Just like you used William Wilberforce. Just like you used Mama Ida Skader. Just like we used huh. Pandita Bhai. You can use us to confront the crisis, to see the faith that we live Is a reality in the every area that we live, Papa. So we ask you to guide us. Right now, I believe God is speaking to you. Right now, I believe God is speaking to you. Respond to him. Patrick is going to come. We break bread every... Me and my family, we break bread almost every day. And thank the Lord. But we have this privilege in Papa's house to break bread every Sunday. As we break bread, you know, God... He didn't say, I love you. And he just sat there. No, he said, I love you. And you asked him, how much? And he said, my son, my son's life. My only one son's life. I don't have many sons. My only begotten son. That's why Isaiah prophesied so beautifully. Child was born, but the son was given. Eternally son existed. He was given for who? For you and me. (laughs) What a privilege. He was given to us so that we could share the same love. God so loved the world, he gave. My dear friends, let this be an example for us and share the living Christ by our faith. In action. So, Father, I pray that you will teach us how to do this. Teach us. Here we are. We surrender our lives to you. We glorify you.